Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing well. Excellent. Good to hear. Yes, yes. Uh, there were some big announcements today from there Disney. There were. We're going to get to them. I am. Let's do it. All right. Well, let's start with the not news. Um, the Disney Parks blog has uh, some information on the Mighty Ducks on Disney+. Plus. That's right. You know, the new Mighty Ducks show is going to premiere on Mighty Ducks. Disney Plus show is premiering on Mighty Ducks. Let me strike that and reverse it. The Mighty Ducks show is premiering on Disney+. Plus. Is that where you're taking a music break? I don't know what happened. You're like pressing things. You got things... Noises going off. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm playing All right. music. Back to I the guess. Disney Parks blog. The Mighty Ducks uh, is going to be premiering on Disney Plus. So one of their actors, uh, Maxwell Simpkins, uh, took time out to vacation with his family at Walt Disney World. And while he was there, he went over to ESPN's Wide World of Sports Complex. And there's a little video segment with him on the Disney Parks blog about his visit at the Wide World of Sports. Nice. So if you want to, you can check that out. Um, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers is a 10-episode series, uh, which is going to pr- uh, be uh, taking place in present-day Minnesota, and uh, the Mighty Ducks are an ultra-competitive powerhouse youth hockey team. So uh, Emilio Estevez is back, but the Ducks are all new. All right, fun. Yeah. Um, and then Disney Parks blog is giving a look at the new confectionery. Yeah, you know, we've mentioned, uh, God, for the past week or so now that the confectionery on Main Street is going to be closing. And uh, they just gave a little update as to what's going to be happening. So they talked about the merchandise shifting and where it's going. And we've talked about that a couple of times. We're not going to mention it again. No. Um, But uh, what they are going to do is they're going to be, um, of course, painting, giving the, the area an update. They're going to expand the layout. They're going to have more room to shop, and there's going to be interactive opportunities to customize your confections like never before. So I wonder if they're going to get a little bit of a uh, Goofy's Candy Company company makeover. Yep. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, no. Do they give you any, like, concept art or anything? They do not. Okay. All right. And then they talk about Kermit the Frog's Rainbow Connection. Uh, It apparently got a special honor. That's right. It has been included... Now, in the uh, National Recording Registry at the Library of Congress, uh, the, the song was first uh, recorded for the 1979 uh, Muppet film. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we all know, it's sung by Kermit, and uh, that's very exciting. He joins uh, other artists in the class of 2020, like Janet Jackson, Cool in the Gang, Jackson Brown, and Nas, and Louis Armstrong. All right. And now Kermit is also included. It's kind of awesome. It is. Uh, Disneyland, this is our big news here. Well, anyway, Disneyland has announced some plans for expansion, which is huge news. I mean, just crazy. Right. So it's it's a big story, but there's no news behind it. Right. So they've announced that they're going to be working with the city of Anaheim uh, to approve plans to add a mix of theme park, hotel, retail, dining, and entertainment on the eastern and western edges of the existing resort property. So they're not buying any new property for this. Mm -hmm. If you've ever been to California or taken a look at Google Maps, you know that Disneyland is essentially landlocked. Right. You know, they don't have the benefit of having all of the land they have in Florida. Uh, So they're going to be taking some of their current properties, which are over by the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, So a lot of parking lots uh, in that area and some land. And they want to... 
they want to they want to expand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 25 years ago in 1990, the city of Anaheim gave them a plan on how they could develop the property, and Disneyland is, uh, you know, saying that that those plans are outdated because that's not the way people go to theme parks anymore. Right. You know, they want this totally immersive, you know, combination hotel, store, restaurant, theme park, all rolled into one. So, um, the, the design they had in the 90s is now different. Uh, they don't want a traditional district or zone approach. They want something that's more diverse and integrated. Um, and if they don't allow that, that's going to severely limit Disney's ability to continue to invest in Anaheim. So I think they're bringing out the big guns. The and friction between the city of Anaheim and Disneyland is incredible. Now, if you remember, was it two years ago? They had closed the AMC Theater in downtown Disney. Yep. They closed the Rainforest Cafe. Yep. And they closed uh, a couple of other, you know, smaller restaurants and, yep. and shops that were there because they were supposed to be building a new hotel. Yes. And then the city came back and said, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't build that hotel there because you moved it over like 40 feet from your original plans. Yeah. And then Disney said, well, you know what? You're, you're going you're gonna to play hardball with us. We're not going to build a new hotel. No new revenue for you. Right. Um, so there is a, a, a lot of contention between the city of Anaheim and Disneyland. And you don't think there would be because the city of Anaheim, if not for Disneyland, would still be orange groves. It's nothing. Right. I mean, that's what Anaheim is. Yep. Very, very, very odd. Right. Um, you had mentioned that someone on one of the boards or something had said, like, I don't understand why they're continuing to invest in uh, Anaheim and they're not just like, you know, start it up, start something in a new in a new state, start something in a new city. Uh, you know, where they're going to appreciate you, where there's not a whole lot there and there's just a lot of space. And I don't know, it seems silly, but when you're looking at what they're having to fight against in Anaheim, maybe it's not the worst idea. Well, you know, they don't run into this in Florida. And why don't they run into this in Florida? Because they just bought the whole town. Right, because they are the government in Florida. So mm-hmm. if they were to try to do something of that same scale, you, you could not do that these days. I don't and know then, why not. Because, you know... The, the, the secrecy of the 50s and the 60s just isn't there anymore. You know, every transaction is out on the internet and people watch for large purchases. And, you know, when, when Disney purchased all that land in Virginia for the park they never built there, you know, people were on top of it right away. When they purchased the property in D.C. where they were going to put a DVC resort, people knew about that before Disney announced it. You yeah, know? but just because places, just because people know about it doesn't mean it can't happen. Right. I mean... I mean, the idea, I guess, is that they're going to hold out and, like, you know, make the price just so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if it's the kind of thing where Disney goes in, if there's a huge, you know, portion of property that they, you know, discuss buying. And, you know, maybe you do talk with the people, you know, on the sides, on the hush-hush, hey, like, if we can get everybody to say, you know, that they'll sell it for a reasonable price, we're offering, you know, three times what the value actually is. I don't know. It can be done. They're yeah. they're pretty smart people. Yeah. Well, in, in any event, uh, Disney says that they, they will have plans for the city of Anaheim by 2023. So we've got a little bit of a wait. Um, in the interim, they have set up a, a website. They are calling this project Disney Forward. So if you go to DisneyForward.com, you can see the details. Uh, but what they're talking about is they're talking about, uh, you know, if they want to build anything in California now, they're going to have to knock down 
classic attractions mm -hmm. because they just don't have the space. Right. And they're talking about bringing in the new Frozen Land, the new Tangled Land that's going to be at uh, Tokyo's Disney Sea, the Zootopia section, Toy Story Land from Florida. They want to bring maybe a version of the Tron Light Cycle Run over there. Um, and in order to do that, they need to expand. Uh, so they're they're talking about you know these western and eastern edges of the park and uh, what they could do with it. And they've got some some drawings on there. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty interesting, but. You know, this is really far from a news story. I think that this is just to put Anaheim in the hot seat, put them in the spotlight so that um, people, especially the people of Anaheim, know that this is what Disney wants to do. And if they're not able to do it, it's because the city of Anaheim is holding them back. Right. So you put that kind of light on them, um, you know, worldwide, really. Maybe you think that there's going to be, you know, more action that happens based on pressure. I don't mm -hmm. know. Because I see no other reason to announce something like this. Right. There's nothing happening. Right. It's like, well, this is what we want to do if Anaheim lets us. Right. <laughs> like, usually okay. we, get, we get an announcement during D23. Hey, we're building Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. All the plans are already in place. Right. Expansion's already been planned. Right. They know what the rides are going to be. Yeah. This is like, we'd like to do something. Something. See these pretty colors? We're going to put some pretty colors over here and some pretty colors over there, and it's going to make a, a land. If you look at, like, their concept drawings or whatever they are, it's really just, like, some splashes of color here and there that, right. you know, look festive, but it, you can't see what it's supposed to be. They don't mm -hmm. actually say it's going to be a hotel. It's going to be, a, you know, another gate. It's going to be... You know, they don't actually tell you what it's going to be. They well, say it's going to be a mix of things. Yeah, you know, they do have some plans here, like uh, the Toy Story parking lot, which is one of their parking lots on Harbor Boulevard. Uh, that's going to be turned into a new shopping and dining district, uh, much like Disney Springs at Walt Disney World or Disney Town at Shanghai. But, but they, they have already have a shopping Disney. and dining district in downtown Disney. It's very weird. So would it be an extension of that? Would it? I, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know, but time will tell. Yeah. All right. Um, where were we? The Incredicoaster has begun testing ahead of the reopening of Disneyland, or F, sorry, of California Adventure. Yes. Let, let's, now, may, now let's focus on the stuff that's already there and that they're not going to be potentially right. building let's, in Let's make sure it's all years. working. Right. So, uh, you know, plans are to open up the parks back on uh, April 30th. And uh, as part of that, they've got to start testing everything. Uh, so they were testing the Incredicoaster. Uh, with no people on it, of course. And, you know, they will have to test everything and get all of the cast members recertified again. So that process will start in California very shortly. Good. Uh, Disneyland is extending the expiration dates of their tickets. Yes. So any unused non-promotional single-day tickets that were to expire on December 31st of 2021 or March 31st of 2022 will have their expiration dates moved out to December 30th of 2022. Uh, if you have a non-promotional multi-day ticket that was set to expire on January 12th of 2022 or April 13th of 2022, that expiration date is being extended to January 12th of 2023, um, and the ticket will expire 13 days after the first use or on January 12th of 2023, whichever um, happens first. If you have a multi-day ticket and you visited your first visit between February 28th on 2020 and when the parks closed on March 13th, but you did not reach your maximum number of ticket uses, you will have that expiration period extended to December 30th of 2022. 
Okay, fair. Very so, fair. So, yes. So it's nice that they're moving people's times out. Yeah. I mean, they should. Not just nice. It's kind of necessary, but yes, good. Yes. And that's, we've never had that much California news in like the entire time we've been doing the show. That's definitely not in the past year. No, no, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, in in Disney World at um, Magic Kingdom, the Agrabar Bazaar in Adventureland has reopened. Yes, and that sounds exciting, but let me tell you the truth. It is reopened as a stroller parking and Aloha Isle dining area. Oh! I know. Uh, normally that area is a little shop uh, and market. <laughs> Um, and it's Aladdin themed, of course, uh, but, uh, no, they're just using it. They put a couple stand up tables there, so they're using it as overflow seating and, uh, they have put a plexiglass divider by the register, but the store is not there. I feel like I've been misled. I know. Uh, the, we have an update on the canopy frame at the Tron Light Cycle run. This will be our last canopy frame oh God, update please. because the canopy frame with the addition of the two cross beams has been completed. Yay. You know what I don't have today? What? A stage update. No? No. You know what you do have? A bunting update. That's right. More bunting has been added to Cinderella's castle. Let me see the Uh, latest photos. uh, This is a smaller piece of bunting next to the larger piece. Um, Love it. It looks no different than the other bunting. It does not, but it's pretty. And it is not real bunting. No, it's It's, not. uh, It does not wave in the wind. It is some type of uh, fiberglass, plastic. Yeah, it looks good, though. It does. Uh, There's a new 50th anniversary popcorn bucket. There is. The new 50th popcorn, 50th anniversary popcorn bucket uh, has been seen at uh, Dino Land uh, USA at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And it's just some of the uh, classic attractions. Okay, it's a regular popcorn bucket. It's not one of those fancy shaped ones. No, it's just one of the round cylindrical popcorn buckets. uh, And it shows Mickey, Minnie, and the gang in some uh, some of the rides. And now the funny thing about it is it's celebrating, you know, they're calling it the 50th anniversary bucket, but it's the Haunted Mansion from Disneyland that's on it. So uh, these buckets are going to probably be in Anaheim at some point soon. Gotcha. Um, The room refurbishments have begun at the Contemporary. Yes, this was supposed to begin in April. Uh, Rooms are going to be refurbished between April and, oh, I had the date here, April to September. Um, but they've decided to begin things early and it looks like there's maybe, uh, maybe four rooms that are closed off right now. And you can tell they're closed off because they have a little, uh, scrim on the outside, uh, balcony, which no one can see in any way because it's on like the seventh or eighth yeah. floor. Well, you never know with your binoculars, what you can see. Right. So, uh, they have begun room refurbishment. Uh, rumor has it that they are going to be themed after the Incredibles, much like they have brought in. Uh, Moana to the Polynesian, and what was the movie they brought into the Wilderness Lodge? It's not Pocahontas. Brave? I don't think it was Brave. Well, we'll have to look at that. Brave is like Scottish. <laughs> I don't know. Then it should have been Pocahontas. Bolt? So Did they bring Bolt in? You're, you're, you don't know. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. All right. We'll never talk about it again. <laughs> Uh, ramp construction has started as part of the highway project near the TTC. That's right. It's the beginning of the phase two project to make things flow a lot smoother on the World Drive slash Floridian Way. Um, and this is between the Magic Kingdom parking lot and Bear Island Road. Um, so you're just going to see um, 
you know, uh, traffic flowing better in this heavily congested area. Well, that's good. Yes. Adventures by Disney added a third Antarctic cruise. Yeah, back in January, we spoke about these two Antarctic cruises that were being offered by Adventures by Disney. And due to popular demand, they have added a third sailing for February 20th of 2022. Okay, cool. So that is a fun time. Uh, That is going to be, um, you know, a trip to the Antarctic Peninsula. Yeah, very cool. How often do you get to do that? I know. Um. On Disney Plus, they have added a violent content warning to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's right. They have, uh, just to let people know, um, they've added a new line to the description that says, though it is fictional and set in the comic book world, this series contains violent scenes that may be viewed as triggering or unsettling to some viewers, particularly in the light of real world tragic events. I have to say, like, I, I didn't really totally watch it, but it did not strike my fancy. It did not. No, it was it was too loud and violent and, you know, it doesn't even ease you in. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes these shows will, like, kind of ease you into, like, where you get to know the characters a little bit better and, and then, you know, there's some sort of fight going on or – it was like you jumped right in. But you know these characters already. Uh, not really. Okay. I mean, you know those I characters. I know these characters. But I don't. All right. Not on, like, a personal level. No. That's what I like. I like the backstory, the – you know, not who they didn't get along with, not what they're fighting for, but I don't know, just more their personalities. Well, see, you got a lot of that backstory in the movies they were in. You got a lot of that in Civil War. You got it I in, didn't like uh, Civil War. Uh, you got it in, uh, what else, Winter Soldier. I didn't like Winter Soldier. Maybe I just don't like these characters. Maybe. <laughs> That's just Maybe. what I'm it comes down to. I'm going to stop watching with you then. I mean, so we watched one. I know. And, and I didn't and really watch it. And that's the other part of it. They really don't have time to do all of this character development because it's only six episodes. Whereas WandaVision was nine. Mm-hmm. This is six. So you've got, you know, one third less. Yeah. That, that's math. This storyline's not for me. The whole Captain America Winter Soldier storyline. I just don't enjoy it. All right. Then I'm going to be taking applications for somebody to watch a, <laughs> uh, a group watch with me on Friday night. There you go. Um, all right. The National Treasure series is coming to Disney+. Plus. That's right. National Treasure which we all know is the story of uh, uh, Nicolas Cage <laughs> um, and, and his adventures in National Treasure 1 and 2. Uh, well, they are bringing the National Treasure franchise to Disney+. Plus. It's going to be a 10-episode series, uh, and it's going to follow a 20-year-old Latina named Jess Morales who seeks to solve her family's mysteries and discover treasure. Always fun. It is. And on t- uh, so there's no release date. No one, no casting has been announced. Uh, however, National Treasure director Jerry Bruckheimer will be a part of the series. Um, and in other National Treasure move, uh, work has begun on the third National Treasure film. Cool. Whether it's writing or yeah, yeah. whatever, but uh, that is going to be coming our way. Good series. Yes. Uh, a surprise Marvel movie was added to the schedule for 2022. I think you skipped the other news about Disney Plus. But yes, I did. Disney yeah. Plus is going to increase in cost by a dollar on Friday. So if you like uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, pony up. That's right. Uh, if you're listening to this, it's it's too late for you to get it at the old <laughs> price. Um, but Disney Plus subscriptions are increasing to seven ninety nine a month or eighty dollars per year. Um, so this is uh, you know this is a big deal because they have gone up. They have a hundred million subscribers. So if everybody goes up a dollar, that's an extra $100 million a month. That's crazy. Isn't it? Uh, like, don't you wish it was that easy? Like, everybody give me a dollar. 
I mean, well, that's... If we could get all of our listeners to give us a dollar, we'd have like nine, <laughs> nine bucks. <laughs> we could go to dinner. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, that's, yeah, that's what all this, um, like YouTube and, and all these like clicks. Right. These people who make a ton of money, that's what it is. You get like half yeah. a cent for a click, but you know, yeah. you have 17 million people click on your stuff, you know, right. in a week. It's, right. you know, it definitely adds yeah. up. Yep. Yeah. These OnlyFans accounts. Mm-hmm. All right, now we can talk about a surprise Marvel movie that was added to the release schedule for 2022. Yeah, so they did release the Marvel release schedule. We all know that uh, July 9th of this year will be Black Widow. September 3rd is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. November 5th is The Eternals. December 17th is uh, Sony's Spider-Man No Way Home, which is the last Sony Marvel Cinematic Universe movie under their current contract. And then 2022, March 25th, is going to bring Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. May 6th, Thor Love and Thunder. July 8th, Black Panther 2. October 7th, Untitled Marvel Movie. And November 11th, Captain Marvel 2. So... um, we what could don't it be? we don't know what it's going to be. There's there's a bunch of movies that have been confirmed and in development, but there are none shooting. Um for all of these movies right now, like even Captain Marvel 2, which is coming out in November of next year, is in pre-production. When is Guardians you know? 3 coming out? Guardians 3 will be coming out in 2023. Maybe they, they moved it up. They begin filming later this year. Now, if if a lot of these movies haven't begun filming by this point, it's uh, going to be tough to get them into you know, into the theaters by, by next year in October. So it's a mystery. You know, even Thor is shooting right now. I think Doctor Strange is winding up. Thor is in the middle of shooting Black Panther. They began work on that. Uh, and that's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. Yeah. So um, that's the story on uh, The surprise on Marvel. Marvel movie that yeah, we don't know anything about. It's just about. a surprise. Yeah, it's a, it, it is literally a surprise because no one knows what it is. And, well, okay, anyway. Uh, in cruising news, uh, Clea has asked the CDC to lift the conditional sale order. That's right. Clea, the Cruise Lines International Association, you might have heard me mention them before. They are a conglomerate of, I think, like 98% of the world's cruise lines. Um, and uh, they have asked the CDC to lift the conditional sale order that went in place back in October of 2020. And, uh, you know, they want to get things. It's supposed to go till what, November? Well, the CDC has replied back and said it's going to stay in place until November. Okay. Um, and was uh, that like the, is that the original date that it's been? I think it just got extended out to November not long ago. Yeah. They had mentioned, uh, July of, of 2021 at one point, there've been all sorts of dates. And then at one point the CDC said that cruising could begin, uh, I think back in November, but then Clea said, we're voluntarily going to wait. So then the CDC re-upped uh, the date to November. So, you know, the cruise line's ready to go. They've actually begun sailing in Europe and Asia. And there have been, uh, you know, thousands of people sailing and they've had 50, 50 cases of COVID mm. since all of these other cruise lines have resumed sailing overseas. Um, we mentioned yesterday that uh, Royal Caribbean's getting around this by leaving from a, a NASA, a Bahamian port. Yes, but Royal Caribbean is also requiring vaccination. They are. Yeah. They are. So, um, you know, right now the CDC says that nobody nobody that is over 250 guests and crew can sail out of the United States. 
maybe we just need a really small boat. And the, the, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, maybe that's it. Uh, you know, and the cruise line industry is ready to get going. It will be yeah. by November. It will have been over a year and a half since mm-hmm. the last sailing in of, of you know in America. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot planned for vacations already for this coming year. So I am not jumping on board, literally, uh, the Royal Caribbean uh, cruises that are going to leave out of Nassau. But I did look into them Mm -hmm. because I'm all about that. And we may have a Virgin cruise on our docket. Maybe. I get a free cruise. I don't. You might. (laughs) If you stick with me, kid. (laughs) All right. Uh, in Universal News, lockers have replaced some exhibits in the Discovery Center. Yes, the Discovery Center in the Jurassic Park section of the park is very close to the Velocicoaster. Uh, so they have put some new lockers in. These lockers are electronic and they are activated by tickets. Um, there's going to be lockers that are closer to the queue exit and entrance for the Velocicoaster. These seem to be some uh, larger lockers that may be uh, paid lockers for bigger items. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Universal, because a lot of their rides are thrill rides and right. you can't, you know, you can't bring a bag on right. with you. you they have those free ones. They do have the free lockers for, that yeah. are good for like an hour. Right. Um, but they have put some of these larger lockers in the Discovery Center. Now, it does take away from some of the exhibit space. You know, it makes it look a little bit uh, like a high school. Is it just me, though, or does like no one go into the exhibit center? You go in there to cool down a little bit, but like no one spends very much time. It was dead in there when we went. Right. So you may as well use it for stuff that you need. Yeah, the the area that these lockers are in right now used to be a dinosaur-themed play area. Yeah. So I I don't think play areas are very popular right now. Well. And they won't be popular anymore because they've taken it away. (laughs) Right. Well, that one won't be popular. That'll teach them. And then moving to Florida, uh, Governor DeSantis announced that starting on March 29th, anyone over 40 can get the COVID vaccine. And then as of April 5th, anyone over 18 can get the vaccine. That's right. If you are a 40-year-old uh, or you know want to register for the vaccine, you can actually pre-register at myvaccine.fl.gov. And then once you're pre-registered, you'll be contract- contacted when the vaccine is available in your area. Uh, they also have some phone numbers for the counties. Um, I'm not going to uh, provide individual phone numbers for counties, but if you'd like to reach out to me, uh, feel free and I'll get you phone numbers. Okay. <laughs> um, and then SeaWorld is giving their shark encounter an overhaul. Yeah, they've taken some time to refurb uh, some stuff in the park there. Uh, so they've given their shark attraction a long uh, due overhaul. Um, it's not a complete overhaul, but it does... Uh, you know, it, it's a new coat of paint. They've added some new sections. You can compare your size to sharks. Uh, they continue to have their moving sidewalk through the uh, shark tank, uh, which is pretty cool because the sharks swim all around you and the uh, walkway just moves you through it. So it's almost like you're in there with the sharks. Um, it does help maintain social distancing and uh, the sharks, you know, are, are still all there. Um, they've also added some, uh, showcases for spiny lobsters, moray eels, and eye-catching fish. And, uh, what else have they done? Uh, they also have added, uh, additional shark features like, uh, touching the sharks and, uh, going backstage. That's an extra $20. Uh, the shark's underwater grill and bar is open, uh, and that's a little more open air than it used to be. 
And then other changes at SeaWorld in Orlando are that the Key West area has new paint and new offerings. Uh, Edie's Ice Cream Parlor is now open near the Dolphin Nursery. Altitude Burgers has opened uh, at the site of the future Icebreaker Roller Coaster, which is currently undergoing testing and will reopen later. Uh, will open later this year. And um, they've also completed work on the lighthouse at the entrance of the park. They've given it a new paint job uh, by five SeaWorld artists. And it uh, features uh, underwater life at first glance, but then closer inspection, they are stylized images of animals. Uh, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. So mm-hmm. SeaWorld taking the time to do some work around their property. Very nice. Awesome. So uh, any closing words? I do not have any, no. All right. So have a good weekend, everybody. And until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.